When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Guess what we found out? What? These are not the same old New York Jets, are they? How about these New York Jets? A two and two. Get out of here. Earlier on the show, Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes. From NBC Sports, Peter King. ESPN NFL analyst Robert Griffin III. Still to come, Eagles tackle Lane Johnson. And now, it's Rich Eisen. Yes, it is. Our number three of the Rich Eisen Show is on the air. If you're just joining us on the Roku channel, this terrestrial radio affiliate, Sirius Channel 218, XM Channel 202, or 992 on the app, or the Odyssey app. Where have you been? Because we've had a heck of a first couple of hours reviewing Monday Night Football with RG3 or the rest of the NFL with Peter King. And we just hung up uh, from, or is it you? Do you hang up from someone or with someone? With, with, with okay. Someone. I just hung up with, because um, uh, from is sort of, sounds very, you know, controversial, right? When you say hang up from someone? I, I just hung up. Yeah. Well, we with. just we, we just talked to. Yeah, I uh, had a great conversation with uh, Patrick Mahomes, who's good at football. He's good at football. Yeah, he's really good. And uh, we chatted with him. Just uh, uh, heard from Mike Tomlin earlier, and we've got a whole third hour to go. And after this hour, if you missed any of the first two, including that chat with Patrick Mahomes, stay tuned right here on the Roku channel because we re-air on channel two ten, and Roku is free on all. The Roku channel is free. On all Roku devices, it the Roku channel is free on all Samsung smart TVs, Amazon Fire TV, the Roku app, and then the RokuChannel.com. We stream for free every single day, and then once the show is over, we just keep re-airing so you can't miss us. And we appreciate our partnership with Roku and the Roku channel for that. We turn to the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line for a final time on today's show for a man who is helping protect Jalen Hurts and blow open the holes for Miles Sanders and the rest of that stout running attack for the lone remaining undefeated team in the NFL from the Philadelphia Eagles is none other than Lane Johnson. How you been, Lane? Been good. Uh, off to a good start. Uh, trying to keep it going. Excellent. Very good. What was it like um, um, seeing Doug Peterson on the other sideline on Sunday, Lane? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like a bittersweet moment, you know, obviously somebody who had a tremendous impact on my career and a, and a lot of players in that locker room. And, uh, you know, with how the business works in the NFL, sometimes you don't get a chance to say proper goodbyes, but uh, we appreciate it even. And, uh, you know, we'll probably see that team down the road. I feel like they're a really good football team. Okay, you cut out, you cut in and out right there, Lane. So if you're moving around, let's, uh, if it's cool to just find a, a good spot so I, I can hang on, on your every word, which is what I'd appreciate. Um, so yeah. um, it's cutting in and out, actually. Um, how about now? Let's try one more time here. 
Well, put put Lane back on hold and let's see what we can do right here so we can have a, a great conversation with him because there's so much to talk about with him. Did you see Jalen Hurts was on the uh, Manning cast last night? Did you see that one? I sure did. And did you see the fact that uh, Michael Irvin's appearance. reaction, appearance, about <laughs> talking about the, you know, what do you say? Well, about don't Jalen take, being the, taking the temperature and being the... the don't take the temperature, be the, be the thermometer. thermometer. Yeah. And then right. he got out of his chair and he lost it. Are you there, Lane? You back? Yeah, I'm back. Hey! hey wow. Yeah. It's like you're sitting next to me. <laughs> All right, so walk me through again what it was like seeing Doug Peterson on the other sideline. Yeah, on, on... I mean, it's like a, a bittersweet moment. Um, you know, with how the NFL works, sometimes you don't get a chance to say proper goodbyes. Um, but no, we just, you know, appreciated, you know, all the good years we had with him. There was a lot of good ones, and told him that we missed him. And, uh, you know, ultimately we'll probably see that team again. I feel like they're a team that's getting better and has, a, you know, a lot of promise to them. What did Kelsey do with the rain jacket he got? Do you know? Where is that now? I think he was just trying to get something, whatever he could. I don't know if his hat or his rain jacket. And uh, I guess you know how players, uh, you know, inter swap jerseys. So that was his. That was his uh, swapping jerseys moment. Well, so um, walk me through your view of Jalen Hurts' ascent and maturation. What he was like when he first walked in the huddle, and what he's like right now. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's really nothing can take the place of experience. I think having game time experience, um, understanding uh, what the NFL is about, and I think it really helped with, you know, him maturing. And then obviously with every great quarterback, there's great playmakers. So I feel like the some of the additions we made in the offseason, along with the talent that we already had, um, is helping him. But I feel like even, you know, really this whole offseason, we spend a lot of time throwing the ball downfield uh, in training camp uh, whenever we, you know, had our joint practices. We spent a lot of time, of, uh, you know, throwing the ball downfield, knowing that, you know, we had a play action, you know, run um, run type of identity. But whenever we uh, need to throw the football, we can and, and, and to do it well. So he's, you know, put obviously a lot of time in and, and hard work. And, uh, you know, you just see it by how he carries himself and by how he plays and, um, just keeps getting better and better. Can you give me an example of how he carries himself and how that might be uh, contagious amongst you and the rest of the team, Lane? I'll say it again. Is there an example of that, how he carries himself that might be considered uh, contagious and how it, that leadership exudes and and carries through the rest of the team? Yeah, I mean, really, um, I mean, you could say he's gotten a little bit more vocal, but he's always – Worked very hard, and uh, you know, whenever he breaks breaks the team out, um, you know, a lot of his words have a lot of substance to it. But uh, just his demeanor, you know, even when we win, um, you know, he doesn't. We don't get too happy, and when we lose, we don't get too down on ourselves. We just, we know it's a long season, it's a marathon, and and you have to, um, you know, maintain at a consistent level, and and it all goes down to you know what we do every day when we're practicing. Does that mean you remember what it was like to lose, Lane? Is that what you just said? Pretty much. Say it again. Did, is it, Sorry, did, I don't know why the connection. No, is so did did you just basically say you remember what it was like to lose? Right there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I was saying that it, even when we lose, um, well, last you know, year, learn from it and grow from it, yeah. and uh, it will come better from it. Yeah, like losing like last year. You're the lone remaining yeah, undefeated. Exactly. Yeah, lone remaining undefeated team right now. And um, so, what is the sense in the locker room? 
uh, of a team that is under the last remaining undefeated team. You know, did, is there any reminder of what it was in that championship season to you, Lane? Um, I mean, every team's different. I, I just feel like the, you know, the veteran leadership we have is uh, is similar, but. I mean, it's a it's a long it's a long season. There's a lot of stuff that can that can that can happen, and uh, you know the main thing is just to keep a, a sport focus, uh, keep it on the go. Uh, I feel like we have a lot of talent and ability, but uh, you know our division's a lot better than what it was last year. Um, yeah, man, we do have reminders. You know, of last year, I mean, we we started out I think you know one and four, one and five, not where we needed to be. Um, so knowing that you know we can battle through adversity if it hits, but um, you know, our main thing is to start fast and, and keep the foot on the pedal. What makes the running game work so well, do you think? Uh, well, a lot of it goes down to uh, scheme. I think having a mobile quarterback um, makes, uh, you know, defending him that much harder, especially with the run game and, and how we do things. Then it goes down to, uh, you know, the guys we have on the ball. I feel like we have a pretty big offensive line. You know, you have Jordan and, and Landon over there that, you know, probably average 360 or more. Uh, not too light in the center and the in the right side of the line, too. But really, you know, our line coach is, uh, is very good at what he does. Uh, whenever guys have come in and out, they, they've they produced, you know, just like this past game with Mulata going out and, and uh, Isaac and Molly going out. You know, we had backups ready to come in and play. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really our mindset. But um, yeah, we, we, we attack it every day. Our, our coach is uh, very good at what he does. And, you know, a lot of what we do is, is fire out the football. When Nick Sirianni came in, Lane Johnson, did he say we're going to run the football? Did he say that this is going to be the hallmark off of which everything works? Was that, was that expressed when he first arrived in Philly? I know. I mean, I think it's kind of evolution. Obviously you come in, you have an idea of, of what the offense is like, you know, he was in Indianapolis, he was under Frank Reich. So we kind of had an idea um, of what type of offense that we want to run. But I think it, you know, evolves with the the personnel that you have. So you see, you know, kind of as uh, practices go on and games go on, you see what, uh, you know, what, what things are more favorable for, for our offense and, and what isn't. And you kind of mold it into what it is. So uh, I feel like last year we were, you know, throwing the ball very heavily. And then I think around the Detroit game, we started, you know, run. that was our first really um, game I think we had with over 200 yards. And, and then we started to, uh, you know, build off of that. And so when you, you can run the football and control the line of scrimmage and, and control the time of possession, it, it makes the game a lot easier for yourself. And then obviously the defense is balling out too. What What is I, – I, I mean, I, I've seen him from afar – uh, on television and from high up at the combine, but what's Jordan Davis like eye to eye when you see him, Lane? Um, you know, we just have a lot of talent. We have a lot of ability. I remember being in training camp and you know having some of the additions, you know, with the Kobe and then you know obviously Jordan Davis. Uh, you know, him, having him as a huge presence, putting him over the center. Uh, you know, you can isolate Fletcher Cox. You can isolate Jamon Hargrave, Josh Sweat. You know, Hassan, BG, you can get those matchups that you that you want to, the one-on-ones. And I like it's what we're doing. And, uh, you know, even with the rotation of guys that we have, uh, there really isn't a, a big drop-off. And, you know, with most great teams, if you have a good time, it's creating a lot of pressure, uh, making it hard for, 
you know, opposing quarterbacks to get the offense going. Uh, I know it's a lot of fun from the sidelines. I, I can imagine, uh, you know, watching as well. It's a, lot, it's a lot of fun watching those guys fly around. But, you know, it's something they've been doing really since training camp, and, and, and we, we've known that. Last thing for you, Lane Johnson. I mean, uh, in, in my end of the business, um, it was all Buffalo Bills conversation winning the Super Bowl this year. And you guys have raised your hand in a way that has certainly caused a lot of attention over the first four games as you head into Arizona right now. Um, are you guys talking Super Bowl in your locker room? Are we thinking Super Bowl? Normally, we're really thinking Arizona Cardinals. I mean, I feel like, you know, from the media standpoint, it's with, with every with every progression of the week, it's okay, Who this, this team's going to be in the Super Bowl. That's, that's what the fans like to talk about. But from an internal perspective, uh, you know, it's a long season. We know we have a, a good team with a good D-line, J.J. Watt, Kyler Murray, uh, you know, quarterback for them. Uh, you know, you just got to take it one at a time. I know it's, it's cliche as it sounds. It's it's really what it is. If you lose focus or get comfortable in this league at any time, you can get exposed. So, you know, playing in the league for a long time, I've, I've seen that. I've witnessed that. And, you know, my job is to, you know, treat Wednesday and Thursday like it's a game day. Well, and it's practices and, and uh, hopefully it carries over to the game. Well, if anybody who knows, uh, obviously, about Murray's story and Jalen Hurts' story, it would be an Oklahoma Sooner like yourself. And, you know, obviously Hurts was the one who took over once Kyler got drafted into the league. And I just want to circle back to Hurts for one quick second. It's just knowing, knowing his history, right? What happened with him at Alabama and him going to Oklahoma and then getting drafted and then Carson Wentz being there. And the fact that he is now doing what he is doing. Uh, I, I'm wondering what you, is that part of the leadership aspect that you um, and maybe other of your teammates think about like his journey and his role on this team now? Yeah. I, I just think uh, when you look at his journey, just how, you know, he handled his uh, adversity in college, um, you know, going from a championship program like Alabama, um, being in the spotlight. Um, you could say it's almost like an NFL team, uh, just with their production and success. And just how he handled it, uh, you know, with kind of class and grace um, with a two situation. Um, you know, I, I just feel like he just uh, worked his way out of it. I felt like, you know, he's always had a kind of a calm demeanor. And, uh, you know, it doesn't say a whole lot, but when he does, there's really a lot of something with substance um, that he likes to bring to light. But, yeah, that that was impressive to me, just, uh, you know, from an outsider whenever he first came in, uh, how he handled that situation. But, um, you know, like with the NFL, it's, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs in this league, and I think it's really how you battle, come back from those, um, you know, learn from your mistakes and become better. I feel like that's what he's done. and. And then I'll start to shine through, and, and uh, yeah, just all that hard work's paying off for him. Lane Johnson, I appreciate the time, as always, here. Look for more of my calls as you guys uh, get, get through your schedule. Uh, I think this team is fascinating, and, I, 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 and I'm not just saying that because of 4-0. You know, A.J. Brown added on draft day, and then obviously Bradbury added late, and everybody putting it together right now, uh, including you and the rest of your offensive line mates. Look for more of my phone calls, if you don't mind. Yeah, say it again. I don't know. All, all good. I complimented you. That's all. Just that, you know, I, I I talked well of you, if you didn't hear me. You there? Oh, gosh. Yeah, that, I can hear you. There you know, go. I, don't know I talked well. Lane, I talked well of you. Don't worry. I just said thanks for the, thanks for, thanks for the call. I appreciate it. <laughs> Thank you. You got it. That's Lane Johnson, everybody, right here. I'm glad that he could hear me at the end because, again, 
um, if you're new to this program, um, I, I have difficulty not saying goodbye properly. Yeah. Like literally, I'd need Layton Johnson to call back just so I said goodbye. <laughs> I'm just not one of those guys that like, you know, I need to say goodbye properly. Right. Yeah, if there's a hang up or a disconnect, you have to call them back. And it, but just, but I'm that way in in person as well. Right. Like a, a, a perfect contrast, and I don't know if he's that way uh, on the radio, but I just know him personally. Uh, the show that we've followed on two different platforms, Dan Patrick. You'd hang with him all night, and then all of a sudden, where's Dan? Poof, gone. Yeah, out. That's it. Is that a what do you call the Irish exit? Yeah, he, he's the king of the. Uh, he just, I have a friend that was like, See, Big. where'd bye. he go? I'm like, you're hanging with Dan all night, and then all of a sudden, where's Dan? I, I, I saw something recently gone. that if you don't say goodbye to people and just Irish goodbye, yeah. you save yourself two days a year. Wow. Who can come up oh, with yeah. those How metrics? What are, we ta- what are, the, well, where are those the, analytics? Well, what are the those amount analytics? of time you spend. You spend 15 minutes saying goodbye to people. That's true. That's 15 well, minutes. You don't get back. Yeah, it's 15 def- minutes is a long time, and that's a Jew saying that. I'm just saying. <laughs> If you're going around the room. But if you walk up to your friends, like if we're all hanging out, I'm, I'm out, guys. I talk forever. I'm out. Saying goodbye. I'm out. Like, that's that. Put it all together. Like, I'm hold not on saving a second. I got to go days. say goodbye to people. Bah, 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 bah. I lose like two years every time. Here we go. I this, say is, this is a, a researchers from the UNSW's <laughs> Time Management Institute. Time Management Institute also stands for too that. much information, but go ahead. Yes. Found that saying goodbye at a party can generally take up to 45 minutes. And because the average person goes to around 25 parties a year, a person can spend an average of 18 hours and 45 minutes each year saying goodbye. I haven't gone to 25 parties a year since 2004. Lucky I leave my house 25 times a year. Oh, my God. This, That's is, a is, this is pre-COVID information, I think. Well, it's the, as of 11-17 today. Yeah. Two days a year you can save, guys. I'm just saying. Like, There's Irish no goodbye. way. Yeah, you just sometimes. I, I got to waste a week. You gotta, Easy. Yeah, like, sometimes you, you just got to dip. I'm man. the king of that. Like, I got it. I may waste two weeks. You got to dip. I can't. Like, I hate saying goodbye. It's time to go. I used to be that guy. I had to go around, glad hand, say, you know, give my pound show love. I like saying goodbye to people. I just like, hey, great time that I go hang out. It doesn't take too long. It It does not take too long. He just told you. It does not take too long. The Time Management Institute. The Time Management Institute needs to check itself. I believe it. The Time Management Institute needs to recognize what time it is. And you can say goodbye in an efficient, quick manner that doesn't cost you two aggregate days over the year. There's no way you can be at a party with over 25 people yeah. and you know... Think about that. No, see you, everybody. Of... Goodbye. You're just like, like hey, a reverse norm. Have your kitchen. <laughs> reverse norm. Bye. Bye-bye. See you. Bye-bye, Bye-bye everybody. Not. to say goodbye to everybody. Just the people. Like, you got to have a pecking order. Yeah, like, I was at a birthday <laughs> see, so... party on Saturday. Like, I said goodbye to the, the host. Went and to the bathroom. It. And then and I looked later. around, I saw everybody there, and the door was to my right. I was like, it's just much easier for me to go this way than to go that, back that's that way. Fine. So I did you have to say goodbye to everybody. This sounds like a Larry David Curb Your Enthusiasm. But sometimes yeah. you got to say goodbye to everybody. You yeah. Why? You have. Rich, you're Situational. the guy that has to say goodbye to everybody. Me? Yeah. <laughs> and this conversation is a perfect example yeah. of why it takes 15 minutes to say goodbye. We're going to pop saying, up on the TMI site. I'm having <laughs> trouble saying goodbye to the first segment of this program? <laughs> yeah, like right now. You're doing it of right the now. the hour three? You're doing it right now. 
Come on. This is worthy of a conversation. I believe so. That you can say goodbye appropriately to the host, the host's spouse, maybe a couple of close friends, one that you haven't seen. Yeah, but and that's there will it. always be somebody that's like, why didn't you say goodbye? You didn't say goodbye to me. Am I not goodbye worthy? I'm telling you, this is like a curse. Did you say hello to them? Am I not goodbye worthy? And some people are not goodbye worthy. I mean, some people I don't even want to say hello to, let alone goodbye. I'm gonna. Can I put this as a poll? No, Are you more likely to Irish goodbye or Jewish goodbye at a party? This is a curve. This is totally a curve. <laughs> See, in my group, we call 100%. it the French exit. So my the Irish Irish goodbye go- throws me <laughs> off a little bit. You, that's this it. This is definitely. That's a, we call it the French exit. Larry, how am I not goodbye worthy? I'm not goodbye worthy. You said goodbye to TJ. Rich, you didn't say goodbye to me. What's going on? You could see it's a curse. Mind the pain, no mindless. What'd you forget about Del Tufo? Advertising. I'm just saying, there's a gray area between what the Time Management Institute is saying and what I actually do. So you're on the one day a year. Yeah. I mean, it could be up to two days. That's crazy. It's up to. Like, we could have ended this segment like five minutes ago. And now we're saying goodbye. Seven days saying goodbye a year. I believe that. And and Brian, I totally believe that. TJ, you know the way I am. How how long does it take you to leave Fox each day, each weekend? A half an hour to 45 minutes. You, honestly. (laughs) I'm telling you. So I'm the worst. I'm at the top of that. If what the Time Management Institute is saying is an average, you're the one who's the above average. I bring that average up to the You bring the average up. Yes, I bring the average up. 100%. Just like you walking into a club right now. Another thing, I would stay late after that, too. There you go. Yeah. Irish goodbye or Jewish goodbye? Advertising D- show for right now. <laughs> Jeez. At DP, at DP show is putting an Irish goodbye. <laughs> That's what happens. Sometimes, what happened to Dan? It's not all the time. All right, now let's take a break. But even just one hundred second. No, no, we're not taking a break. We could have ended this no, segment minute. five minutes no, ago, but we, we can't say goodbye even to it. Even if this is a five-minute longer segment than we thought it would be. And if we do this once a show every single week. Okay, well, that's 5, 10, that's 15, that's 25 minutes. 25 minutes. And if we're on the air 46 weeks a year, that's still not even a day, is it? Stand by. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, that's still not even a day. Five. That's still not even a day. Like, that's where you're saying it takes five minutes to say goodbye to leave a party. Absolutely, it does not. You go oh, up to the yeah. host. You maybe have a two-minute long conversation. Then you see somebody else. Hey. And if it takes longer than five minutes, then the next time it's just like that's another nineteen party. hours a year that we're we're, we're not even in a day. It's not even in a day. It's not even in a day. That's a lot. No. But we also don't do this every show. We don't do. What we're doing in we, this segment, every do. show we do not. But, no, we do but, not. Not, but not every segment. But what if we, through the course of a show, we're yeah. at like 12 minutes. We're not. Yeah. But we're, not. we're not. I bet we are. We're definitely not. 12 minutes of a, of a segment lasting longer than it needs to be. If you take all the time the three hours that we just sit around and BS, like, yeah, oh, yeah. that's probably 12 minutes a show. Which oh, yeah. it's my favorite twelve, by the way. Yes. You know what? You know what? And I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. But we'll end this segment by saying you need to get out more. <laughs> I was out. I've been out. Look at you. You know what I mean? All right, we'll take a break now. For real, <laughs> not twenty five parties. I really out, mean it. But We're taking that. a break. It's Music's a in. You gotta go. <laughs> All right. No, wait a minute. No, okay. Oh, come back. Come back. Hey, folks. It's time for the NFL draft, which means for me. I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. 
improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want. It's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. You can listen to the NFL on the NFL app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One Station Streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. If it's the NFL, it's on Westwood One. Jonathan Taylor is going to be a game-time decision Thursday night. And Shaq Leonard. Concussion protocol, right? He got his nose broken on Sunday. Broken nose. Boy, the Titans. We haven't spoken about that one, brother. No one's really talking about them. Well, they're now tied for first in that division. Yeah. The Colts are 1-2-1. Isn't that amazing? Their two losses and one tie are against the Jaguars and Titans. They're, they're, they're 0-2-1 in division. They've lost to the Jaguars and the Titans. And they tied the Texans. The one against the Titans, though, is at home. Losing a home game in division is a rough one. And the only win they had was against the Chiefs. <laughs> Who the hell knows in this league sometimes? But the Titans, 0-2. We were... T- Man... When they lost to the Bills and Malik Willis finished up the game from late third quarter on, everybody's like, well, that's it for Tannehill. The clock's ticking on Tannehill, right? And what about that offense? A.J. Brown is balling out in Philadelphia. That offense with Tannehill not even able to finish the third quarter in Buffalo. That's toast. Derrick Henry getting caught in the backfield. Well, look who's 2-2 and now. Look who's two and two with going into the season. Their supposedly most difficult opponent in division being the Colts, and they've won in Indianapolis now a couple years in a row, right? And next up for the Titans, they're <laughs> they're at Washington, which is another Carson Wentz situation that appears to be circling around a sink. I don't know if we're around the drain yet. Jaguars are home against Houston, licking their wounds a little bit. We'll get right game, maybe. Uh, it's possible. I don't know what's going on with Houston. They still have yet to win a game this year, and they're they're in almost every they one of tough them. tough in every game, yeah. They should have won week one. 
Well, yeah, they're up 20 to 3 on Indianapolis. Yeah. They turtled a little bit on offense. But Tennessee, hey, kudos to them. They're 2 and 2, and they've taken their heart pills and they've buckled up to use their coach's phrase, and look at them. I would think they should win in Washington. And as for as for the commanders, you know, um, let me just say this: if you're thinking that Ron Rivera is in danger of losing their job, his job, uh, I I would I would uh, I would counsel Washington not to do that. And they certainly owe this guy with everything going on with Dan Snyder, who's been that fig leaf for that franchise, who's been out there at the forefront handing out commanders, you know, gear as you know, don't you know. Don't look at what's going on in our front office and what the Washington Post is reporting. Here's our dynamite coach who's battled back cancer, two-time coach of the year in his previous spot. You know, he's done a lot for this franchise so far, even though it hasn't shown up in the wins and the losses. And he did make the playoffs one year. Taylor Heineke. Maybe they go back to him or, or, or their rookie. Maybe they turn to the rookie. Yeah, I think you'd want to see what Sam Howell has. I mean, at this point in time, I mean, if Trubisky's benched to see what a spark is, maybe that's what right. – and Brian Robinson apparently has a good chance to come back. You know, the the kid who got shot in a carjacking earlier mm-hmm. in the summer. He was kind of in line to I be thought the he starter was be, I, heading I know. Let's year. see what he can spark right yeah. here. That's an interesting game, Tennessee and Washington. Then there's the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Okay, man. Hey, man. Jerry said to Cooper Rush, put me in a position where there's a quarterback controversy. And when that statement was made, you said, you, you're the one, you and Mike Hoskins, are our CP, you guys got in my ear and saying, hey, Jerry just said that, you know, Cooper, Cooper Rush, he's invited him to, to start a quarterback controversy. And I, I interpreted that to mean there's no chance Dak doesn't get this job back, no matter how many games in a row Cooper Rush wins. That Jerry's basically like, hey, Cooper, I, I, I would love it if you win so much while Dak is out that you create this conversation in the media because, A, love being talked about. B, love winning. I... I I, I, I might proffer to say Jerry loves winning more than being talked about. And that's saying a lot, I think. <laughs> that is saying a lot. And so. He's done a lot of winning. And so he, Cooper Rush has won. And the season I thought that was in dire straits, not so much right now. Not so much right now. And they're coming out here to Los Angeles to take on the world champion Rams. And what better way for, you know, this season to be proven coast to coast is not even not lost, but can be seriously won. Who's the starter? Dak had his stitches taken out last week. You see him doing some light practicing and things like that, but you know, you need more than freshly healed, surgically repaired hands and light practices when you're going up against Aaron Donald. And a team that, you know, did get beat in San Francisco, Santa Clara last night, but did show, you know, they have some physical chops. They do. I mean, not last night they didn't show that. They showed that they can hit you. You don't think so? I didn't really watch the game, but oh, from okay. everything Very I good. saw, it seemed like they got uh, handled yesterday. They got ha- they got handled in the red zone. 
And then they and then they made too many mistakes. But they're the Super Bowl champions. They, they made like, too many mistakes. They couldn't block anyone. I mean, well, up front they got a problem. What do you you think that the? I mean, Nick Bosa you know was I mean? eaten. You think the Rams have a problem of being, you know, that they're they're too finesse? I, I don't think know the about Rams that. aren't going to make the playoffs. Well, I think you're wrong about that. I'll take that. Sold. That said, here was Jerry Jones today about Dak Prescott's readiness and Cooper Rush's starting gig. Well, I know that uh, it's better, uh, and I know that uh, uh, he's. Uh, uh, going to go out there every day and uh, uh, make progress toward being able to grip the ball. Uh, I don't know that you could ask for better news, uh, technically, physically, and uh, uh, how uh, it's uh, responding, how, it, uh, uh, how it's healing, so to speak. And so all of those things are on go, and uh, uh, I don't know that... Uh, as we go to, uh, bid bye to each day, uh, if uh, uh, considering uh, the injury, considering the location of the injury, I don't know that you could make any more progress. And uh, there's some things here about healing that, uh, again, I often say only the man upstairs knows how that works. Right. But he'll have a big uh, week, and he'll be hard on himself uh, getting it ready to go. Is he able to grip the football now? Uh, no, not well enough to uh, uh, play. All right, 105.3 The Fan right there providing that excellent follow-up question right there. So it's going to be Cooper Rush this week, I think. I mean, if he's saying on Tuesday that he can't grip the football well enough to play, yeah, it's Cooper Rush against the Rams. And then if you wouldn't mind putting up the Dallas Cowboys schedule, Mr. Hoskins, when you get that ready, let me put my glasses on as well so I can peruse my color-coded Schedule here, I would say let him go against the Rams. And then you got a Sunday nighter against Philadelphia. I don't know if I'm I I'm not saying Dak loses his gig. Okay? I'm not saying that. I'm saying what is the rush if he still has trouble gripping a football right now and Cooper Rush is not making mistakes and you're on a nice little roll. Every, every game that Cooper wins buys Dak some extra time, right? Well, That's at if, least Dak, if Dak, Dak, going in, Dak was going to be out six games, we thought. Mm-hmm. At, at, you know, when, you, when you've broken your thumb and you need surgery on the spot, right? And then it got changed let's, to four immediately. Four to six. Let's just give him the end of the six. He's already made that six-game stretch no worse than 500. No worse than 500. Mm -hmm. Now, the division might be difficult to win with the Eagles playing the way they're playing, and you're going to lose the next three. Certainly since one of the next three is against Philadelphia. And that, if Cooper Rush beats the Rams this week... The next game is against Philadelphia in front of the whole country. And they're going to have a tough decision to say, is Dak coming back right now, one week removed from not yet being able to fully grip the football, the best move we could make by going into Philadelphia against this defense marauding the way it is. And then 
if you decide we're going to give Dak some more time, there's home games against Detroit and Chicago. Winnable. Well, I guess you could say that, but Detroit does put up some points. I'm just saying they're all winnable games. They but give up but, a lot. but they Detroit give up a lot is too. Detroit is a defense that if you want a soft return for your quarterback, that's not a bad one. Bingo. And then you get him going against Chicago as well, and you get some good momentum for Dak going into the bye. Or you just say, that's it, Dak. We'll see you after the bye. Because we're at Green Bay there, and then we're at Minnesota, and then we're on Thanksgiving against the Giants before a Sunday nighter against Indianapolis. I mean, that's, that's four in a row. Like, what's the rush? That's what I'm saying. What is the rush? That's why I said every win. Buys yeah, Dak some extra time. I, I, I think it should. Cooper Rush could go six and zero into the bye week. I know, and then you would be part of the group that thinks Dak shouldn't get his gig back. I absolutely would be. But there's a forty million dollar contract that says he does. What does Jerry care about forty million dollars? He That's, cares about winning football games. Yeah, but Dak is your guy. It's that simple. And yeah, if, so and if, so, by the way, Tony Romo was his guy too. Tony Romo was at the end of his career with a back injury, not yeah. some surgically repaired career, hand. Man. Yes, he Come was. on, Tom Brady's forty-five. Tony Romo was thirty-four. Yeah, yeah. and name me how many other forty-five-year-olds play football. There's a, bu- there's a bunch of guys in the late thirties right now playing football at a pretty okay, good well, level. Okay, well that's not forty-five. But though, Romo bro. wasn't under and contract. Wasn't Tom Brady, either. and it wasn't as young as Dak. And I, if I'm Jerry, I'm sitting here thinking that Cooper Rush is playing like this. Dak can absolutely play like this. As a matter of fact, not only can Dak play like this, but Dak can give me rushing touchdowns. Dak can give me 300, 400-yard games. Can he? Mike, can he give you rushing touchdowns? He can. He has. What a, what a, he can if you, if you call it. And you we ha- we haven't really like seen that. it since he has been injured. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know what his game log information is from last year, but I, I proffer to say he did return last year and have some rushing touchdowns. He can do it. You can have some games inside the five-yard line where he's taking it in. I mean, I'm Jerry Jones. I, I'm like, I paid him 40 million bucks a year, and I love Dak, and he's been a face of my franchise. And I see, has, Cooper, I, Cooper, I see Cooper Rush playing like this, and I can see Dak playing like Dak that. Dak has 25 rushing touchdowns on his career. He's had six rushing touchdowns the last three seasons. So, yes, he can No, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that's, a, that's a, a hallmark feature of his game. No, but he it's, said, it is, he it said is a, that you can't. When have you seen no, I know that. I, 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 when have you seen it since he was injured? He had one rushing touchdown last year. I, I'm, I'm just, again, guys, I don't want to get caught too deep in the weeds. Oh, last year. He can right. give you, he can give that to you in, in a way that Cooper Rush doesn't. But, you know, I, I don't, I don't, See Dak sitting as Cooper Rush is going on a a, a, a Super Bowl run. Cooper I just Rush is it. six and zero, and you're going to say back to the bench, bro. Yeah, that's what you do because that's his job. Oh. It's your job to win games when Dak can't go. That is your job. That is your job. Dude, True Bledsoe had a hundred million dollar contract. I know. Bill said to the bench, young man. I know. I mean, Dak, but has- he could also look at what Drew Bledsoe was becoming, and he saw what Brady was doing. Uh, How about that? I don't know. Dak had forty four hundred <laughs> yards passing and thirty seven touchdowns last year. Like what? I, I, exactly. What are we even? I know this isn't a real discussion. I'm sorry, it's not. It's not a real discussion. <sighs> Cooper Rush rocking. is doing his job. That's your team is very big on it. Do your job. His job is to stand in for the starter. Dak's the starter. He's going to get his job back. Why? You know, why his his job is to is to keep it afloat. And he'll be in first place. 
Well, again, like I said, we'll see what it looks like against the Rams. And it is a week-to-week league, and I think this is Cooper Rush's week again. And we'll see what it looks like against the Rams. If it looks as efficient and successful as it has looked in his first three starts with Dak being on the shelf, then they will have a fascinating decision for a Sunday night game in front of the whole country against Philadelphia and Jalen Hurts and their main competitor, with all due respect to the Giants, but they've already gotten that road win against the Giants. They've already won in the Giants' house. That's a huge W for this team moving forward. And they'll have a decision to make. And also, you'll know, Dak is working his ass off, and he'll be pushing inside that building. And for them to say to Dak, patience will be a heck of a week next week. If he were to beat the Eagles and the ring. I, and then, then, oh. then, I, then, and then you say to him, Cooper oh. Rush, thanks for your job. Thanks for doing oh. your job. Dak is the quarterback of this team, as you know. And here come the Lions and the Bears, and you get Dak a nice head of steam going into the bye because Dak is the guy. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Part of the conversation here also, in Rich, this world. Sorry, one more thing. Like, well, are, are you going to extend, are you, are extend this segment? Like well, we did well, the first one. I mean, the, <laughs> we're talking the time management institute wins and losses. But like I told you, Chris, we haven't given up more than seventeen points this entire or defense is playing great. Yeah, defense last is three games. Great. And so Cooper, Cooper Rush is yet to throw an interception. Right. Yeah. That's it. So I mean, the defense is playing well. well I it's think- all good. Cooper Rush will not be in the Cowboys next year. He's a free agent. He's made himself, like Albert said yesterday, millions and millions of dollars. Yeah, it's true. He's yep. going to be a starter somewhere next year. If he will he? Or will he just be the next Case Keenum? Ooh. Wow. Ooh. Hey, that's a nice Case slice, Keenum though, man. Went to that's the a- NFC Championship I know that. game. I know that. And it- then he got a chance somewhere else, and now he's a backup again. That's a nice life, though. Oh, by the way, <laughs> a, a hell of a life. And yeah. I'm not saying that to be... No, you know, you're contrarian. Being, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. talking about the yeah, way things yeah, yeah. normally work in the NFL. Eight four four two zero four. Rich number to dial. Now we're taking a break. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> okay. Music. <laughs> Music. We're out. We're out. <laughs> Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for twenty dollars off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for twenty dollars off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. 
Looking to buy a new home? Navy Federal Credit yeah. Union has loan options and resources that help their members save and make sure they get the best deal. Because right now, Navy Federal will contribute $1,000 as a lender credit towards closing costs on your new home. That's a lot. Plus, members save on their monthly payments since there's no requirement for private mortgage insurance. And that is not all. Navy Federal offers low rates and fees, too, so you could save even more. And Navy Federal's experts can help you choose the best option for you so the home loan process goes as smoothly for an experience that you'll never forget. Learn more at NavyFederal.org. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Insured by NCUA, equal housing lender, qualifying members with purchase mortgage applications after 9-16-22, may receive up to $1,000 towards actual closing costs, apply to closing with no cash back and subject to loan program, maximum contribution limits. Terms subject to change. Ask your loan officer for details. You know what I didn't do in the middle of this hour? I didn't give you an Aaron Judge. We didn't break for an Aaron Judge at bat. Well, he swung at the first pitch and grounded out. He did, yeah. and he's coming up second uh, in his next <laughs> at-bat. People are, like, holding it against these media outlets That's for insane. hanging in there. That's it's just insane. like... Especially on Saturday during college football. Dude, did you it's see... It's the first quarter. Did you see Sean McDonough was, like, carping about it during the broadcast, really apparently? Weird. Who cares? This is history. I, uh, Just do a little double box. Like, Don't say anything if you're going to do anything. But you, did you, you notice, really need to see Wake Forest's first quarter dude, possession? I don't. I don't know which game it was, but uh, you know, I I do know though that during Monday Night Football they did not break in for any judge at bats. No, they did it during the pregame show, right? And then once the game started, they did not. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. you know that wasn't happening. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way. That booth is like there's, there's no a, way. Not a chance. There's no way they're cutting away no. from Niners Rams. Having the no. NFL stand for a single second that they're going to break away from any other sport. No. That didn't happen. That'd be a tough one to call. Uh, that'd, be a, that'd be a difficult call from the NFL office for uh, someone from Disney to take. That's for damn sure. It's Can just we do a double screen. box? Who cares? Can we do a double box in Monday Night Football? I don't know. No. But no, I, it's, it, it, it is, it's going on for a very cool. long time, and I would love for him to just get his 62nd and get that thing taken One care home of. run in the last 12 games. Me and we had a discussion about this. Yes. Like, like how long ago, Brock? Uh, Look, imagine if he doesn't, he stays at 61. So what? By the way, how about Pujols going uh, again, yard again? Yeah. Here's my question. I put this in the text. Babe Ruth is right there. Like, what do you mean right there? Where for Pujols? Oh yeah. Like, yeah. It's oh, so great. Come no, back but man, year, you mean? come back. Like, oh. you're what? Twelve home runs. He's at seven hundred two, right? And or, he's or, like fifty six years old. Like, why would he want to do? I that? don't know. Dude, he, look how much on fire he's been lately, though. Like, <laughs> he's he is he is really locked in. Rich to be, to be able to legitimately pass Babe Ruth. Yeah, like, but I think he's. Might, I think he's kind of. This is pretty neat. Like he is leaving. At, you know. Look, it would be hom- dope to see. Did you see he homered yeah, in his yeah. first game as a Cardinal in the yeah. old Bush Stadium, and then he homered in his last at bat in the new Bush Stadium? I mean, and, hey, he should never play again. Just and, walk off. Like and, and well, did you see how he walked off at Bush Stadium? Yeah, they all got taken him. Well, he got to, he went to the mound when they took out Wainwright, Wainwright yeah. and Yadier Molina yeah. in the fifth, and then all three of them walked out together. I'm getting goosebumps just Great talking ball. about it. They all got taken out. You know, yeah. like that was when, what, they sent Jeter and Posada to, and Pettit to take out Rivera oh, yeah, or right, something right, like that. Right, right. You know, I mean, like, that's the stuff. So, but and I'm he's got saying, 703. Babe Ruth, though, he's man. He's that close. Babe 703. Ruth. Aaron Judge is batting right now. Yes. Okay. It's a 2-2 game in Texas. 
Now, if I call this, do, do, am I am I breaking the express written consent of Major League Baseball without with no with no? I don't know. That's a good with question. With no uh, handwritten letter from the commissioner's office. I mean, I don't know. all right. There's Judge at Who's the plate. Pitching? A man stands alone at the plate. It's time for what? Individual achievement. Here's the pitch. Ooh, good oh, good cut. That's a good cut. Really good, good cut. cut. I feel like this is your Price is Right appearance. <laughs> Does Aaron Judge have the master key? If he homers, if he homers, if he homers, he gets a brand new car. You know what I told these guys? And if he doesn't, a ping pong table and a popcorn machine that he will not bring into the Yankee clubhouse despite his teammates asking him for it for over a calendar year. Here's the next pitch. You know what I told these guys today? Okay. If he, oh, swing and a miss. if he doesn't oh, hit it well, yeah, after this game, just be like, you know what? I respect Roger Maris. I want to keep his name in the nah. record book. And he sits He's out. He's also going for the, the triple crown, even though Arias is sitting out with a hamstring injury in Minnesota. He's at 315, though. Right? I know. He's yeah. several points ahead. Yeah. I mean, Judge is, Judge is going for a triple crown, by the way. I thought it was out of reach for him. Okay. I don't know. He starts uh, going he on a nice still... little tear. Oof. And he's, he's oh, spitting awesome. at these balls that dive out of the zone. He'd have to go three for four the next two days, I feel like, well, to get it. Well, it's a doubleheader today. Yeah. He's a two I games mean, and one. Two games Mets and one. Mets have a doubleheader, too, today. That's yeah. right. It's not over Mets. yet. Braves sure magic number one. Fire the trumpets. Fire the trumpets. <laughs> and Judge just uh, hit deep to right center field. It's not. It's a can of corn. Perfect timing. We have some nice parting gifts for you. It's another at-bat in Texas. Thanks for taking in this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. We'll be back on the Roku channel to wrap it up.